All right, welcome to our first podcast ever. I'm Derek, and I got my girl with me. Hi, I'm Courtney. Um, kind of interesting. Uh, we don't even have a name for this podcast yet. <laughs> <laughs> We've been sitting around uh, for half an hour arguing over the name, trying to figure out what to call it. Um, I'm a perfectionist. Uh, Courtney could record it on a uh, record player um, from the 1970s in a phone booth and not even give a rip. So, Amen. This this is going to be exciting, but hey, welcome to the podcast. Maybe uh, we should uh, give them your email address and let them email us what they think the name ought to be or something. Or they can go to the Monday Mentor Facebook group and somehow get that out there when we post something about it. Let them uh, comment on it. But by that time, we got to have a name. We can't post it without a I name. So. Well, we're talking about uniqueness tonight, so... Yeah. What do you want to say about that, Derek? I like how you just jumped right into the topic and That's didn't what I even like to do. No, I, I thought, uh, you know, we would chit chat a while and talk about the dogs running around our feet and uh, the fact that I guess Ardo just farted or something because you were <laughs> fanning over there by him. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's kind of like recording a podcast in a train station. Well, we're in our home, and I'm very comfortable. So um, I'm hoping I don't talk too slow because I'm so comfortable. But um, the first thing that comes to my mind about uniqueness is that God gave us our unique differences to make a difference in this world. And we're not going to make a unique difference by doing and saying what everybody else is doing and saying. I can definitely agree with that, and no two people, you know, you talk about uniqueness, and I guess that applies to most people that there is a uniqueness in people. I mean, we'll get into it a little bit as we talk, but just our creator made us unique. He gave us each our own qualities, but um, man, nobody, if you take uniqueness, and every time I say unique, I want to say your nephew. I don't know why. It just makes me think about somebody's niece, unique. Uh, But, you know, just looking at uh, uniqueness, me and you, our uniqueness is like so polar opposite. It's hilarious. Yeah, I was thinking about Nova the other day and going to get, well, we stopped by there for you to get your coffee. And what's the name of it with the clove froth on top of it? The Stella. The Stella. It's my favorite. Well, you got the Stella, and I smelled it and thought, man, I really want to try that. So I tried it, but it had coffee in it and black coffee. Well, hey, not to get all technical, but that was espresso. Just, just Espresso, so, you know. something called espresso. Well, so, yeah, even when I smell espresso, it does something to me. I don't even have to drink it. <laughs> so... The next time we went, I had already asked you if they might could make something for me, you know, uniquely for me (laughs) without the espresso. And what did you tell me whenever you went in there? What were you thinking? Well, I mean, I had nicknamed it the Stella Steamer. I'd talked to the guys at the office about it, and they were like, oh, man, you're going to get laughed out of there wanting a Stella with uh, no espresso in it. And, and I went in, and I ordered it, and I was sheepishly ordering it because I'm in a coffee house, and I'm ordering a drink with no coffee in it, no espresso in it. And um, 
Tim, the owner, kind of grinned and said, man, I hadn't thought about that. And he actually said, I mean, that kind of reminds me of like the, if I was Santa, the milk I would want left out for me is, is what that would be. So, so they made it for you and it was good, wasn't it? It was very good. It wasn't too sugary, but it was on the line of making me feel like I did not do good with my fast a few days this week. Well, yeah. <laughs> We're hey, supposed to be fasting uh, sugar even, or sweets. Even fasts are unique, right? Yeah, they are. Aren't they unique um, to all of us? Yeah, but I, I thought it was really cool because that drink was really good, and I feel like the owner of Nova thought so too. I thought I thought he he was thinking this is this is great. Other people are going to enjoy this, <laughs> you know. So turned you, out pretty good. Well, that that is uniqueness. I think uh, I think society wants us to. You know, we, we're talking about celebrating our uniqueness. That's kind of the direction we're going today is uh, God wiring us a certain way and how we need to celebrate that, embrace it, use it. Uh, and, you know, just almost like a uh, disclaimer there, uh, it has to align with the word. We can't just say, we, we can't sin and say, well, that's my uniqueness. You know, we have to align with the word of God. But just thinking about our uniqueness and embracing that, I think the world kind of tends to make us want to all look the same, act the same, like Instagram filters. You know, it's yeah. going to smooth out everybody's face and make uh, all the all your eyes look big and, you know, and everybody's got the duck lips. And it's like you take these filters and you remove all your uniqueness. But my Instagram filters... I think make my pictures on Instagram unique. I mean, I was scrolling through my uh, just my whole grid today, and they all kind of look the same. They have the same coloring, and that's I don't know, the way I feel about it. Is that is my look? That's what. And everybody chastises me for the use of filters, but it gives those pictures kind of the look that I feel about them. And that's a uniqueness to me. But but I don't think the world celebrates that. The world, you know, everything, uh, fashion magazines, television, commercials, the cars we drive, just everything tends to try to make us not be unique but be like everybody. I mean, is that, Yeah. you see that? Well, I think we just have to stay confident in being not like everyone else. And, um, you know, it's... If you're going to walk in wholeness, you've got to realize you're free to be unique. Um, you know, a lot of times when we're rejected for being us, for being different, for having our, you know, three things I talk about a lot are um, preference, choice, and opinion. And God gave us those three things, and those three things shape our personality. So if we stop using preference, choice, and opinion, then we st- we we begin to be like robots, in my opinion. Um, so, you know, those three things are incredibly something that God gave us as, you know, to love us, to show us that we can choose for ourselves. And when somebody rejects our choice, our opinion, our preference, that doesn't mean we're supposed to change now. Now, if there's sin involved, I do believe we're supposed to be better. But if there's no sin involved in our preferences, choices, and opinions, then I believe that we shouldn't just take rejection as the chance that we ha- we have to change now. And too many people are doing that. I see that a lot. Oh, they rejected me. I got to change. I got to hurry up and change. Change back. 
No, if there's no sin involved, then you're you're free to be you. <laughs> well, hey, you know, talking about that uh, preferences, you know, your preference yesterday was no espresso. Mine was espresso. Yes. You know, and uh, you sent me a video, you know, dealing with self-talk that I watched and it's talking about what's in your yard and my yard, you know, and if, if you yeah. don't like, if, if I didn't like your choice of not wanting espresso in that Stella, uh, then for, for you, you know, that that's in my yard. That is not anything for you to right. worry about. Right. Um, it's, it's your opinion that you didn't want espresso in it. So in, in preferences, I think our preferences get tried a lot of times because they're not everybody's preferences or they're not somebody else's preferences. And if we really look at that, if I don't like your preference, that has less to do about you than it does about me. But but the reflection of it, when you don't like my preferences, I take that personally. Yeah, Even very it, personally. It, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with you. And I mean, it. I think we. I think you're onto something there with preferences, choices, and opinions. And yeah. Um. I I think the big thing's respecting each other. And we have to keep going back to. Um, biblical, biblical standards. You know, we mm-hmm. got to hang on to that because everybody's hollering choice and preference, and you know, everybody's hollering these things. And I mean, we got it. We've got to align with the Word of God. But like you just said, if it aligns with the Word of God, meaning if there's no sin involved, then I need to be my unique self. I need to be able to be who I am. Yeah, um, because and this is what we can ask ourselves. Are we choosing him? Are we choosing God with our choice? Are we preferring others? You know, is our opinion based on God's truth? Those things, I think, are, are really, really important. Um, and, and, you know, I came up with these those three things because in ministry and in church, being ministers, being ministers and having people ask us to go do different things and and be different things and do this and do that. And we're supposed to fit in this expectation box that people have for us. And if we don't, they get upset. They get, you know, they, they treat us different, you know, so we start to sort of fit in there and we are not supposed to fit in there. We are supposed to be able to make a choice and say, Hey, I can't go today, but I can go on this other day. And we shouldn't get this huge backlash from people because we don't do that to them. If somebody, if we say, Hey, you want to go this day and do this or that, and they don't want to do it, we don't go, well, you did, what is wrong with you? You know, we don't really do that, do we, dear? We just say, okay, well, um, let us know when you can. I mean, yeah, no, you know. we, we don't do that at all. <laughs> I mean, we, I'm, honestly, we like our long time a lot of times. We, we like to do things by ourselves because we're so caught up in having to do a lot. Um, I, th- I think the, going back to the video, you, sent me I want to say you made me watch but going back to that video that you wanted me to watch because it dealt with something that I deal with on a regular basis um I I think I project that on other people a lot of times I think they're going to get their feelings hurt or they're going to get upset because of my opinion but in reality that's just how I am a lot of people aren't even that way you know we should be able to say uh, no this is my opinion or no this is my preference yeah not feeling like other people are going to get bent out on that. And what I'm saying is I think it keeps us from being our unique self. It does. Because we are so worried about what other people think um, about who we are. 
and and it takes away my god it takes away our creativity it takes away our uh it takes away ministry we're talking about being ministers but everybody it takes ministry away it really removes a lot of what god wants to do in us you know a couple of things i scratched down is like uh, jeremiah you know he says uh, verse 5 uh, chapter 1 he says before i formed you in the, your mother's womb i knew you we talk about it all the time um, he says, before I, I formed you in your mom's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you. Now, he's talking to Jeremiah, and he says, I appointed you as a prophet. But in reality, he appointed all of us to do something different. For Jeremiah, it was a prophet. Now, I believe we all operate in kind of a mindset of a prophet. We're supposed to be spreading the word of God. But, I mean, what did he appoint you to? He appointed you to be a writer, he appointed you to be a pastor's wife. He appointed you to be a mother of three boys. Before you were ever formed, he scratched those things out for you. In Psalms, I think it's 139, where he says, hey, uh, David's writing, I think it was David writing uh, the psalm, and he's saying to God, you you knew me. You, uh, yeah. you knew my inmost being before I was ever born. You knit me together before I was... So basically, these two scriptures are telling us that, hey, way before we were ever uh, cognizant of what's going on around us and who we were going to become and what we were going to do and what our personalities were going to be like, God was creating this stuff and building it. So when I'm unique, when I have differences from other people, I need to learn to celebrate those in the fact that God wove those things into me while I was in my mother's womb, before I was ever born, before I was ever created, he uh, wove, the, built those into me, designed them into me that I could be unique. So therefore, if I'm just cookie cutter like everybody else and I just talk and act and do what everybody else does, then I'm really, that's almost a slap in God's face for who he created me to be. Can you say that one more time? Because it went out when you said that's almost a slap in God's face. It didn't go out. It just went out in your headphones. Okay. Because I heard the whole thing. I wanted thing. to make sure they heard that. <laughs> hey, okay. listen, listen, listen. We're about halfway through. Let's let's go to, if you don't mind, let's go to our sponsor real quick. Let our sponsors talk. Um, let's play our theme song one more time right now. Here we go. We're just kidding. We don't have any sponsors yet. This is just our first podcast. What were you about to say, Courtney? Um, we weren't destined to be clones and copycats. I feel like God is saying that. Um, I've wanted you to be yourself. That's how you can show me to other people when you're really real with others and yourself. Um, and there was a movie recently, you might remember the quote, Derek. It said something like, when you're real, um, that's when ugly goes away or something like that. It was really neat because, you know, um, that's when that's when beauty really shows up. Whenever we are real, because people and how do people know we're real? They know we're real if we're telling people the same thing about ourselves. You know, if we go with this group and we're saying one thing and then we go with another group and we say another, it's just like um, another difference me and you have, Derek, is um, you'll say stay in your lane. Yeah. Well, for me, I don't stay in my lane. I change lanes yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I, you know, like if I feel like I'm supposed to change lanes, I change lanes. I get in your lane or I, you know, for a short time, I, there's just things that I do that I'm not staying right in my lane all the time. 
<laughs> well, I, I think we got to change lanes sometimes. But, you know, that statement, staying in your lane, has to do with what God designed us to do. And he yeah. designed us to do more than one thing. Right. I mean, I know we want to stay in our lane. We want to um, stay in the calling God's got for us. But there may be multiple things that he's got going on around us, right? Yeah, and it seems like, you know, people have a problem too often when we don't do exactly what they are wanting us to do. And in my opinion, there I go again, my opinion is that they are too controlling. Yeah. And so I, I'm i not good with that kind of thing. If somebody's controlling, that sends a signal to me that they need that they are not going to love me unconditionally. So um that's just something that they've got to work on and you know I can I can work on some things myself, but if they're if they're controlling to the point where every time something that we uniquely are or we uniquely say or do bothers them then, then that's an issue that I, I don't want to be faced with that all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, I think sometimes, and we got to be careful of this as we get closer to closing this out, but I think sometimes we hit a point where um, our uniqueness, um, uh, oh, how do I want to say that? We almost fake a uniqueness to get people off our back. You know, it's it's almost like, well, you know, this is who I am, and if you can't handle this, and it's almost like an attitude comes with it, and I think we need to guard ourselves against that too, or people need to guard themselves against that, yeah. um, using uniqueness, and even our conversation. Uh, yeah, day, I can hear yeah, people yeah, starting yeah. to, I, I can hear them typing out their uh, Facebook quotes oh, right now, gosh. you know, and they're already getting ready, and, and they're going to quote us on it. This Pastor is me. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you don't like it, no, we're not going to have a bad attitude about it. Yeah, I, I was thinking while you were talking about ideas and creativity, you know, when the devourer is rebuked in our lives, anything can happen. Mm. So the devourer isn't just devouring, you know, the the profit that we we can have with money or, you know, different things. But I, I'm thinking about ideas and creativity. That devourer needs to be rebuked so that our creativity isn't stifled through controlling people, you know, um, yeah. I just, I just believe that if we're in Christian love and true unconditional love, then we should display the fact that, Hey, if you want to do that, if you want to be, be you, then you can be you. If you're hurt in church and we all get there, then we're going to give you a time to work that out. We're going to give you a time to share. We're going to give you a time to talk about it. And even be upset, but you're not going to stay that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's. I mean, honestly, it's about being real. And we are, man. We're out of time. We talked about making this 20 minutes, and we wasn't going to go over that. And we didn't even think we'd make it that far. And we are there. Um, and I know before we get out of here, we're going to pray for people, and we're going to do something like that. But hey, I was digging for that velveteen rabbit quote for you. That's what I was. Yeah, I couldn't trying. find it. I um, found a bunch of them, but I th this one fits our podcast today okay. and this is from the velveteen rabbit um okay. listen to this it says he didn't mind how he looked to other people because the nursery magic which we magic whatever right. had made him real uh, oh no that's the wrong one that's not the quote i want to okay. read Go back it up, it. <laughs> back it up. 
He says, that was great many years ago, but once you are real, you can't become unreal again. It lasts for always. Mm. I love mm-hmm. that quote. Mm-hmm. You didn't even listen to it. You were too busy. I did say. I did say. Well, we're going to get out of here, and I want you to pray for people. Can you do that? All right. Lord, I pray that we would just um, still be us, you know, when when we're involved in different groups of people and we've got that pressure on us to conform and to be so busy and to just hop from one thing to the next. And you're calling us to be in solitude um, sometimes. You know, Jesus, he had a lot going on, but he still, no matter how big he got, how well-known he got, he was still drawing away in a solitude place to spend time with you so that when he did go back and be with the people and do different things with people, that he would have the right attitude and that he would be the right leader. And that's the thing. We can't cave in to everybody that comes our way. You know, if they if they want to want us to do something, then it's going to take some time, you know, to to get in our circle, especially ours. So, God, we just pray for courage and confidence for people to be themselves. Amen. All right. It's been the first podcast, the podcast with no name. <laughs> want you to make sure you jump out there and check out our sponsors, Nova Espresso Bar. <laughs> oh, well, they, they gave us content for today, so we'll call them sponsors. <laughs> Derek and Courtney, who uh, bought the equipment so that we could record this. And, uh, <laughs> Anyway, love you guys. Uh, We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye-bye.